This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, some clouds 70 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 24th of October, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll have sunny skies today and a high in the mid-80s with gusty winds. Overnight, partly cloudy and 64. Wednesday, sunny, high of 82. Wednesday night, slight chance of rain. Mostly cloudy and a low of 67. Now here's some rain we've been looking for Thursday, a 50% chance of showers, possibly some thunderstorms in the afternoon too. It'll be breezy and cloudy with a high around 79. Those rain chances continue Thursday night with a low of 68. Friday, we've got a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms through midday and partly sunny in the afternoon, a high of 83. Rain returns to the forecast Friday night and really good chances of rain on Saturday. Friday night's low 66, Saturday's high 78. As that rain moves in, a cold front comes in, and we'll see more fall-like temperatures on Sunday and especially next Monday, a high of only 65. Right now it's cloudy and 70 at the KVOM studios. Let's take a moment and congratulate our employee of the day today, Rain Murders at Benchmark Title. Obituaries this morning, Caleb Brents, age 18, died on Wednesday, October 18th. Visitation will be today, 1 p.m., at Sunnyside New Hope Church in Center Ridge. The funeral service follows at 2 at the same location, with arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Maudie Garrett, age 84, of Moralton, died on Saturday, October 21st. She was a Christian and is survived by her brother, Jimmy Dale Middleton, her sister, Louise Dempsey, both of Perry, son, Greg Rankin of Benton, daughters, Tina Rankin of Little Rock, Tanya Nodius of Alexander and Angela Pritchard of Perry, 10 grandchildren and 14 great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Maudie Garrett will be Saturday, October 28th at 1 p.m. at the Journey Church with Brother Danny Barker officiating. Private burial will be at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends Friday night from 6 until 8 at the church. 7.33 and now news. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will celebrate the community's outstanding people, businesses, and projects at its upcoming annual banquet and awards ceremony to be held Monday, November the 6th at the Event Center at Point Remove Brewing Company in Moralton. The presenting sponsor for this year's banquet and ceremony is the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. The event begins at 5 p.m. with a cocktail hour with Southern Sippery and live music from Mike Walters. Heavy hors d'oeuvres will be provided by Christie & Company, and the Pizza Kitchen at Point Remove Brewing Company will serve their artisan pizzas. The program starts at 6.45 p.m., and Chamber President Donnie Crane says it should be an exciting night, highlighted by the awards presentation. It's always one of the biggest events we have uh, you know, here in the community every year. It's always a fun-filled night with great food and fellowship and a great opportunity to uh, recognize many of those folks who have done so much uh, here in our community to make it such a great place to live. But we're really excited about what we really think is going to be a really great event this year. Awards will be presented to the Citizen of the Year, the Educator of the Year, and the Youth Citizens of the Year from local high schools and UACCM. The Business Site of the Year will also be recognized, along with the Community Project of the Year and the Education Project of the Year. Nominations for those awards are still being accepted through tomorrow. If you need more information or you'd like to submit your nominations, you can send an email to Amanda at the Chamber. Her email address is amanda at moraltonchamber.com.
Additionally, the Conway County Farm Family of the Year will be recognized. And in keeping with tradition, the winner of the Earl Love Business Leader of the Year Award will be announced during the ceremony. In addition to the awards, the Chamber of Commerce will provide an annual report on its activities, recognizing this year's Leadership Conway County class, members of the new Grow Conway County Leads Group, and the organization's Board of Directors. Tickets for the banquet are $50 each, and those may be purchased by calling the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce at 501-354-2393. Approaching 736, cloudy and 70 at the KVOM Studios. We'll have sunshine and a high of 85 today. And it'll be a little windy. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 737. Cloudy and 70 at the KVOM Studios. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton welcomes a distinguished panel of experts to campus today for a discussion titled Navigating Social Dilemmas. Finding Your Way Through Icebergs in Modern Business, Nonprofits, and Governments. The event is being held in partnership with First Presbyterian Church of Moralton and will be narrated by church member David Davies, retired Associate Vice Chancellor for Student Affairs at the University of Arkansas and founding CEO of the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute. Davies explains the church has a lot of educators and retired educators and has long wanted to be involved in public affairs events with UACCM. Working with Mary Clark, we uh, set up this panel discussion and drawing upon some retired bureaucrats who survived some political storms down through the years. The uh, three of them were all in significant bureaucratic positions, but they were in a political environment. So what we thought would be useful would be if they would give us some case studies or examples of where ethics became uh, an issue in the work that they were doing. The panelists include Bob Nash, who served as Undersecretary of Rural and Community Development at the United States Department of Agriculture, as well as Assistant to the President and Director of Presidential Personnel for the White House during the Clinton administration. Richard Weiss, former Director of the Department of Finance and Administration, who also served as a member of the Governor's Cabinet, and Richard Davies, who served 25 years as Executive Director of Parks and Tourism and served under nine governor's administrations. So these guys have uh, dealt with legislators and others who sometimes pushed questionable positions onto them, and they, all three of these guys, had to figure out ways to uh, handle those icebergs as they're described. But uh, this should be very interesting. All three of them are entertaining and uh, there'll be some dealing with right and wrong, but there'll be some humor in among the uh, conversation. The panel begins at noon in the UACCM Fine Arts Auditorium and is open to the public free of charge. The Conway County Quorum Court has approved an interlocal agreement with the City of Moralton that establishes a yearly fee payable to the county by the city to cover the cost of housing city inmates at the county jail. 
The agreement was unanimously approved by justices of the peace during Monday's regular monthly meeting. As County Judge Jimmy Hart explained, per the agreement, the city will pay the county $100,000 annually for the next four years, beginning in 2024. This agreement shall become effective as of January 1, 2024, and shall be considered an annual contract not subject to termination prior to the end of the current calendar year work year. The agreement shall be for a term of four calendar years. The passage of that ordinance was the only action of new business taken by the court in Monday's brief session, although members of the court's Budget and Finance Committee met following the meeting to continue discussion on the county's 2024 budget. Spooky fun is in the air at the Pettigene Mountain Cemetery. Ghosts are sharing their stories about the past. This Saturday, October 28th, 1 to 4 p.m., you're invited to come to the cemetery for the family-friendly ghostly Halloween to see and hear over 20 spirits from the past. The cemetery is located just off Montgomery Trace by Trinity Lutheran Church. Refreshments will be available. All donations go to the nonprofit association for the upkeep of the cemetery. For more information, visit the Pettigene Mountain Cemetery page on Facebook or call or text Beth Powell at 501-590-2963. Now 741, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, after falling over 3% last week, the S&P 500 closed modestly lower on Monday as the 10-year Treasury yield continued to remain top of mind for investors. While the yield briefly topped over 5% this morning, it fell back towards 4.85% by the end of the day. The rapid move higher in government bond yields has increased volatility in both equities and bonds. More broadly, higher yields can increase the cost of borrowing, put downward pressure on stock volatilations, and weigh on bond price returns. While yields might overshoot in the near term, we would expect government bond yields to normalize over time as the Fed and global central banks ultimately pause rate hikes and pivot lower. Nonetheless, 10-year Treasury yields may remain elevated versus history in the post-pandemic era, perhaps settling in the 3.5 through 4.5% range. The Dow closed at 32,936 and was down 190 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,018 and was up 34 points. Volume was heavy as 955 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down 43 cents at $14.95. Bank of America was down 74 cents at $25.57. Deere & Company was down $1.88 at $373.27. Entergy Corporation was down $2.16 at $90.92. Under Armour was down $0.11 cents at $6.65. Simmons Bank was down $0.12 cents at $15.35. Regents Financial was down $0.25 cents at $14.19. Southwestern Energy was down $0.17 cents at $7.04. Tyson's food was down $1.12 at $45.17. Walmart was up $2.25 at $161.01. LiveRamp was down $0.55 at $27.65. Interpublic Group was up $0.51 at $28.20. NextEra Energy was down $0.44 at $51.52. Natural gas was up 21 cents at $2.92. 
Precious metals were lower today with gold being down $9.70 at $1,984.70 and silver being down $0.37 cents at $23.14. I am Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Marlton. On our community calendar, the Marlton City Council Advertising, Promotions, and Tourism Committee meets today at noon at City Hall. There are a number of meetings coming up where you can learn about opportunities and make plans for the April 2024 solar eclipse. The Villages and Landowners Committee will meet Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. at the Moralton North Fire Station. The complete meeting schedule can be found online at arkeclipse.com. Old Hickory Baptist Church in Hattieville is hosting a Fall Fest and Trunk or Treat Wednesday, 6 to 7.45 p.m. I'll have hamburgers, hot dogs, candy, games, and a hayride. All are welcome. The Conway County Retired Teachers will meet Thursday, 10 a.m. at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce office in downtown Moralton. Attendees are asked to bring peanut butter for the Conway County Care Center. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce is holding the third in its series of small business workshops with the conductor. Thursday at noon at the Chamber office in downtown Moralton, Dave Creek media owner Glenn Crockett will lead a workshop on innovative sales tactics. Lunch will be provided by Pettyjean State Bank. Attendees are asked to register through Eventbrite. There'll be another Eclipse Committee meeting on Thursday. This one is for the Promotion and Events Committee. They'll be meeting at noon at the Conway County Farm Bureau. The Perry County Jail Committee meets Thursday, 4 p.m. at the Perry County Courts Building in Perryville. And the Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission meets Thursday at 5.30 p.m. in the City Council Meeting Room at Moralton City Hall. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast for you. And it only makes sense to make that content to as many people as possible. That's why we launched the KVOM Newswatch. It's published each weekday and brought to you by Pettyjean State Bank. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it on our website, kvom.com, and you can find it on the free EAB Media app. 746, it's cloudy, 70 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on Close Up, we'll visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Okay, Films Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. A Southern Spirit Federation cheer and dance competition will be held Saturday, October 28th at Marlton High School's Devil Dog Arena. Marlton Spirit coaches say that during this particular type of dancing cheer competition, it's really important for our teams to have crowd participation. They'll be competing in the game day event. And a portion of the score for game day is crowd effectiveness. This includes the ability to engage and lead the crowd and the ability to connect with the audience through projection, energy, crowd interaction, and entertainment value. Spirit coaches are encouraging the community to be in attendance and yell out in response to the student-athletes, chants, fight song, and drum cadences, and give them a home court advantage. More alternate cure teams perform in the morning at 8.36 and 9.48 and the Marlton Dance Team performs in the afternoon at 6.35. 
Almost 70 Cure and Dance teams from around the state will be coming to Devil Dog Arena for that competition. And tickets are sold exclusively online. Go to southernspirit.net and click spectator tickets to purchase them. Well, there's plenty of high school basketball action being played in Conway County tonight with Sacred Heart, Wonderview, and Nemo Vista all in action at home. Sacred Heart plays host to Shirley for junior boys and senior girls and boys games starting at 5 p.m. Wonderview takes on a royal special for junior girls and senior girls and boys games also at 5 o'clock. Nemo Vista plays Westside Grizz Ferry for junior girls and senior high games also starting at 5 o'clock. With three of the top five teams losing this week, there is a bit of a shakeup in this week's Arkansas Sports Media High School football poll for Class 5A. The poll, as voted on by a panel of Arkansas Sports Media members from across the state, was released Monday. Parkview remains the unanimous number one team in the classification, but Mills moves up from number five to number two. Valley View enters rankings at number three. Shallow Christian drops from number two to number four. And Pine Bluff moves back in the rankings at number five after their win over Marlton. Devil Dogs play at number two Mills this Friday with their playoff hopes on the line. In the Class 2A rankings, Bigelow, now 9-0 on the season, moves up two spots this week to number three. Mineral Springs remains the number one team in Class 2A. Hazen checks in at number two. Bigelow is followed in the top five by Carlisle and East Poinsett County. Panthers play Conway Christian in their regular season finale this week. The Eagles received six votes to rank seventh this week in Class 2A. Bigelow and Conway Christian are both undefeated in the 2A1 conference and Friday's game at Panther Stadium is for the conference championship. Approaching 10 minutes in front of 8 o'clock now on KVOM. In weather, we have current conditions, humidity at 83% with south winds at 7 miles per hour, barometric pressure 30.08 inches. Low temperature this morning, 62 degrees. High yesterday was 81. A year ago today, the low was 68 and the high was 82. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Sunset this evening 626 and rise tomorrow morning at 725. And forecast calls for mostly sunny skies today. We should see clearing skies and high near 85 this afternoon. Partly cloudy tonight with a low around 64. Partly sunny day tomorrow high near 82 and then uh, 40 to 50 percent chance of rain starting Thursday and on through the weekend, it looks like. And high temperature staying generally around 80 degrees during that time. Right now, we do have some clouds in 68 degrees in Marlton. 751 now on KVOM. Newswalk conti- continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 7.54 now in KVOM. On our close-up interview this morning, we're joined by Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Good morning to you. Eric, how are you doing this morning? Doing well, doing well. How are you? Still uh, trying to get used to this so-called fall-like weather. It still feels like summer. 
Yes, yeah, well, it teased us for a couple <laughs> days there, uh, but uh, yeah, it's been, been warmer here lately. Hoping we get a little bit of moisture here in the next four or five days. Yep, needing, uh, needing some rain, so certainly, but uh, we do still get some questions. No no burn ban currently. No county. burn ban currently. Everybody's been, uh, I want to brag on everybody, everybody's been very good. They've. Uh, we've not had any of those, uh, I noticed the other day, I think, is in Faulkner County, a whole lot of smoke, and but uh, so far everybody's been, and we, and we certainly do appreciate everybody being very uh, cautious and paying attention to what's going on, and so I'm proud of that. The Corbin Court did meet last night, actually only had one item on the agenda, and it was that interlocal yes. agreement with the city, yep. establishing the, the, city. the, the fee yep. for, the, for, for the for the county jail. Right, so. you know, we go back... Uh, I think everybody remember this when you go way way back we took and passed sales tax to take and build a jail and at one time uh, when we passed some other sales taxes for a fire department's community college and uh, hospital and uh, we actually had one on about it for the jail too and uh, that was not approved to fund the jail so we built the jail paid for it and left no way to fund it and of course the only way you had to fund the county jail and operations over there is uh, county general and uh, that's uh, quite a feat when you try to take and, as they say, do everything else. So, uh, you know, we've asked the city to enter, and the city agreed to and entered into agreement with us. And Corn Court approved the ordinance last night and there and signed off on the interlocal agreement. So they will be uh, paying us a slight, right at $100,000 a year. Yep. It's 8300 and so we talked about that. If you do the math, it's it's, it's 100000 a year yep. to take and hold city prisoners and... Uh, no, that's certainly gonna gonna be a help to us because as we all know and uh, nobody likes to talk about it but i've not run into anything in the last uh, two or three since covid it's gotten any cheaper right yeah absolutely right down to the power bill yep everything for sure so uh so but that was brooding and that was only only action item taken yes uh did um have recently the the county cleanup and how'd had, that go had our county cleanup uh, this one um, talking to our people out there and the gentleman helps us with this a whole lot with the, and the private side uh, said probably was the biggest fall cleanup we've ever had we had a lot of participation we're certainly proud of that we always appreciate our partners our fire departments that work with us and uh, the people that work for us and do a really good job of uh I would say managing those things to make sure that uh, it's Conway County residents only. And uh, those large items that we can uh, obviously are hard to get rid of, but uh, makes a big difference. A lot of participation, a lot of, uh, a whole lot of volunteers. And everybody says, well, what do you mean? I said, well, those people are good enough. We're good enough to pay the tipping fee and pick it up. But uh, those folks are good enough to take their fuel and their truck and their trailer and loaded up so when i look at it and of course cities are all involved in it we're proud of that uh, and it's a when you look at it, it's a win-win for everybody sure. and as i tell folks uh, unlike some of our neighbors we don't charge you know that one there if you bring it there it's a free d- tipping fee or dumping fee uh, if you take your your uh, recliner if you're living live in conway and take your recliner to landfill i think there's a disposal fee tied with that and sure. we don't do that and i'm proud of that okay very good then we'll we'll do that again in the spring I yes guess. sir all right, and uh, of course the county, I guess, is into into budget planning we're, we're, season. We're, we're somewhere between knee and waist deep in budget <laughs> discussions and trying to get a budget together and figure out projected revenues for next year. And uh, you know, just as they say, what we've done every year for a long, long time, trying to 
figure out how to, as they say, um, make it all work and project what we're going to have next year. Our sales tax looks real good, of course, and, you know, the, we had a um, reappraisal that went into effect and property tax collections. Uh, this, I guess, is the first year on a increased property tax, which some folks doesn't real, aren't very happy about, but... Uh, as they say, if you look around Conway County, what's um, seemed like it's happened in the last two or three years, uh, these property values, home values, and land values have gone up significantly. Yeah. So that goes with, uh, you know, when you, obviously, when they go up and values go up, the, the taxes on them, it's like everything else goes up, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that is uh, good for the county, I guess. What we'll, it takes we'll, to make we'll the world go around yeah. is I tell a few folks every once in a while, did you rather your property values be going up or did you rather them be going down? Yep. I think I know the answer to there that. You go. All right, but that will, uh, of course, baking prices will continue, and that'll be ongoing certainly. Yeah, hopefully sometime in November and for sure, but December we will have a budget we can pass and approve, and as they say, start the new year. All right, looking forward to it. Anything else for us this morning, Jay? Or as I can tell, just as I tell everybody, thank you so much for not burning half Conway County off, and just keep right. up the good work, everybody. All right, getting comic Jimmy Hart. Thank you so much. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.